This is the John Favreau is My Daddy podcast with Jessica Garcia and Monica Montoya. Good morning, Monica. Good morning, everyone, and happy... No, we're still in 2021. <laughs> Two days. And Two happy days. New Year. Happy New Year. We will not be talking to you prior to 2022, so... Happy so New Year. Happy, happy. <laughs> Mary, Mary. If anyone ever gets tired of us doing that voice, don't tell us. Don't tell us. Don't police my content. There's a lot coming in 2022 for this podcast. Is there? Yeah. <laughs> Monica knows something I don't I know. I do. And I'm shaking in my chair just thinking about it. <laughs> I'm wiggling. She's wiggling in a chair. Like a worm on a hook. Maybe we'll have our first guest on in 2022. That would that's, be nice. That's a hope. That's a good goal. That is a good goal. Um, I hope to have a live show in 2022. Oh, yeah. At the winery. Yes. So if anyone is a California local. Come through. Come through. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's exciting. We'll do that. I'll learn how to record. We'll learn how to record on our own. So we don't have to bother Aaron. Aaron, Yeah. The sound guy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, and yeah, I'd love to have, I'd love to have our first guest. I would too. Who would it be? Someone famous. Okay. (laughs) So maybe we can get your voice teacher. You can get your voice each Vicky, Vicky Lewis. <laughs> Monica and I have encountered my voiceover teacher from college twice in the past week. Once know. randomly on a Grey's Anatomy episode we were watching and she just appeared. And she was like, hi. She was getting a bunch of plastic surgery in the episode. And then second, in one of the movies, which I, I mean, obviously I didn't know as a child watching this movie that it was her because I hadn't met her yet. But Yes, she's in. Yes, she's, she's feature, prominently twice. featured in one of these films. I don't know. The universe is like pushing us towards. The universe her. is pushing us towards Vicky Lewis. Um, Vicky, Vicky, what you was... know her from uh, playing Deb slash Flo and Finding Nemo. Oh yeah. Uh. How does that voice go? It's like, <laughs> who is Deb? In she's Finding the one Nemo? who sees her. She thinks the reflection of herself is her sister Flo. Oh my god! Hi, Flo. I'm Deb. I'm Deb. <laughs> Yeah, that's her. <laughs> Amazing. She was also famous in the 90s for being on some TV show called, I think it's called like News Radio or was she on? Shit. Yeah, she was on that. Uh, was she on The Fairly Odd Parents? Not that I'm aware of. Oh. <laughs> but you know, mm. who knows? I thought she might, she may or may not have been Wanda. No, she's not Wanda. Oh. <laughs> hmm. That would, that would have been the first thing I said. She's Wanda on The Fairly Odd Parents. Oh, God. <laughs> What a missed opportunity. I know, honestly. Vicky, you'd sure, do better. I'm sure she auditioned for it. Maybe. We'll never know. We'll never know. Yeah, we'll I could we? ask her, but Cosmo I and Wanda. Cosmo and Wanda. <laughs> Wanda and Cosmo. It doesn't work as well. No, it doesn't. Max and Ruby. <laughs> Ruby and Max. <laughs> I love that show. I don't even remember that. Was Max was a monster, right? No, you fucking idiot. Oh my god. Oh, wait, they're bunnies. They're bunnies. <laughs> I was thinking of um oh, I don't remember what the show is called, but it's that little girl with the big red hair and then she has the monster friend who's big and yellow and has red spots. Bro, Sesame Street? No. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love Sesame Street. I fucking love Sesame Street. (laughs) It's my jam. 
I love Big Bird. Big Bird. <laughs> Sign me autograph. Elmo. Elmo. <laughs> and we're back to Australia. But yeah, so uh, is it not suspicious? Or oh no, it's uh, it's the it's the show the um. Uh, you know the one death she, and all his friends no no, no. The, it's uh it's the little girl she has big fluffy curly red hair and she wears like a safari hat and she has like a little dress on and she has a best friend who's a giant yellow horned monster with red spots dude i keep thinking that's big mouth <laughs> oh my god i forget what the name is i forget I saw someone on TikTok go as them for Halloween and I was like, that is a deep cut reference I haven't thought of in 15 years. Dude, all like all that's coming to my mind I have to Google is it. the Dora the Explorer spinoff, Diego. Go, Diego, go. <laughs> I think there was, a, there was an animal like that in Kid there. Kid show about little girl and yellow monster with red dots. Maggie and the Ferocious Beast. Maggie Hello and thank you. <laughs> Ew, what is he? <laughs> Wait, why does he look exactly like Harry from Sex and the City? <laughs> like he looks. <laughs> but with horns. That's anti-Semitism, Monica. No, I'm not talking. Oh my God. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> you heard he it just here first. Has the Maggie same and the Ferocious Beast is <laughs> He just has the same bone structure <laughs> and the same facial expressions, okay? He's just a human head on a giant animal. That's what I'm saying. You're, you're correct. You're correct about that fact. For it's sure. just his face looks the same. We should have done that show for this, considering that is an animal show. That's true. Maggie and the Ferocious Beast. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was also a big fan of Dragon Tales and also Barney and Friends. I loved Barney. I never watched Dragon Tales. I know enough of it to know the first part of the theme song, the Dragon Tales, Dragon Tales. That part? Oh, yeah. Um, but I don't know fucking anything about the show itself. I love Dragon Tales. I, mostly my favorite thing about Barney was the film that they came out with, with the magic egg. Yes. <laughs> Best movie ever. The, the Barney VHS tapes is how I learned to use the VHS player. <laughs> Absolutely. Because my mother was not always available to rewind it I for had me. every Barney VHS <laughs> tape imaginable. I got them from all these yard sales around yes, town. Bitch. They were the best. Rolling in Barney. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now back to the show. Okay, Monica, today is a special episode. Today is a special episode. Do you know why it's a special episode? I don't. Because it's your birthday episode. Everyone's like, happy birthday, Monica. Happy birthday, Monica. Wow. Did you hear all the listeners? Honestly, I didn't. They just sounded like a faint whisper. Well, there's not many of them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) We're big in Thailand. (laughs) Lots of Thai people. Huge in Thailand. Huge. Big in Thailand. Big, big news in Thailand. <laughs> um, but anyway, yes. Yeah, so today is Monica's birthday episode. And our, our thing for birthdays kind of changes every year. But yeah. I, we just kind of let each other pick what we want. Last year, I did movie musicals. Yes. 
And this year, Jessica did... John Travolta. John Travolta. Which is now our top performing episode. Shut the fuck up. Let's see if your episode will trump mine. No one wants to hear this. That's why we're doing it. Because it's my birthday and I say so. Yeah, Monica decided that she wanted to do an episode on... Animal actors. Animal actors. So if if you've been a longtime listener, you know... That I'm obsessed with animal actors. And really, we would have done Once Upon a Time in Hollywood if we hadn't already. If we hadn't already. Because that dog that is the most dog, important. That dog deserves a, a Bow Wow Oscar. <laughs> he really does. Yes. So good. <laughs> um, it all started with my affinity for the animal actor show at Universal Studios uh-huh. Hollywood. Hollywood, yeah. Hollywood. <laughs> and... Uh, it has resulted in me just loving every movie that doesn't have a CGI animal in it. Yes, incredible. I love that all of these movies that we're about to talk about mostly used real animal, like practical yeah. animals. <laughs> practical animals. <laughs> practical animals. Yeah, no, it's super impressive. Um, I wish we had more movies like this still. Yeah, and the problem, the problem that I have with movies nowadays featuring actors or like mm-hmm. or featuring actors... <laughs> <laughs> featuring animal yeah. actors is that it, it, they just use them as like a model or a stand-in and then right. actually use cgi for the rest of it for the movie lady yeah. and the tramp those bitches aren't real no but they that have, is a touching film that is a touching film. it was rather surprisingly beautiful the the newest so lady good. The, <laughs> the live action lady in, in quotes <laughs> <laughs> lady and the tramp uh they some some scenes the animals were real and they were shelter dogs which i think is the cutest and they part. were shelter dogs which is the best honestly the best part yeah but um yeah we've been, we started using cgi for most animals and it makes yeah. me sad it does make me sad um because i think that's like a part of hollywood that i actually really enjoy and also simultaneously feel really sad about is yeah. like the whole like animal trade within hollywood (laughs) of like animals being like real stars yes like people knowing their names and like getting their paw prints and stuff yeah but also them being treated so like the the other flip side of the coin is they were treated treated so poorly Mm -hmm. i don't want to know what the set for ace ventura was like yeah if we could do it super ethically i'm all for it because animals need jobs too animals need that money Give them what they want. Give the people what they want. Uh, so yeah, so that's a little bit about like a- an animal actor is simply an animal who's an actor. <laughs> so a little backstory on that. Uh-huh. Um, and there was just this entire era where animals were just like the shit. They had they had a whole show at Universal Studios Hollywood. Please look it up. It was so good. One year, the parrot landed on me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I know. You were chosen. I know. That's probably why you can talk to parrots now. That's what I'm saying. So anyway, <laughs> it, it started this weird affinity for animal actors. I have massive respect for them, especially all the dogs, because dogs have short-ass attention spans. Yo, truth. And all the birds who also have short-ass attention spans. I'm impressed by the mice, honestly. Honestly, and we'll get to that in a second, but (laughs) the amount of mice that were used for one of our films and all the mice looking- the tricks that they had to do. The tricks, because a lot of it, because you can tell when it was CGI, because it was bad CGI. It's 1997. So each time the mouse does something, thing that is like whoa uh-huh it's astonishing <laughs> i'm like laughing at myself that we're talking about this right now I'm but not. you know what it is what it is i'm excited what's our first movie our first movie is 
Turner and Hooch. Came out in 1989. Written by Dennis Shryack, Michael Blodgett, Daniel Petrie Jr., Jim Cash, and Jack Epps Jr. Directed by Roger Spottiswood. God, the whole world wrote that movie. (laughs) Seriously. Detective Scott Turner, played by Tom Hanks, is an uptight by-the-book police officer who hopes to leave his sleepy California town and work in the big city. (laughs) I'm sorry, but Sacramento. (laughs) Sacramento is the alleged big city. (laughs) When his friend Amos, the proprietor of a junkyard, is killed, Turner reluctantly inherits the man's dog, Hooch. Realizing that the canine may be able to help him solve the murder case, Turner attempts to adjust to life with the big dog, resulting in much household destruction and unwelcome chaos. Bro, <laughs> this is a perfect movie. It's a perfect movie. Also, I just want Disney to go back to whatever this time was. This was a great where we time. could slit people's throats on in Disney I movies. I know, and talk about killing dogs I and know. make sex jokes and see Tom Hanks in his underpants, like. It- this was a Disney that I want to be a part of. Because this was Touchstone Pictures, yeah? Yeah. Mm. See, I wish that they would just make... Because they brought back the movie as a television show starring Josh Peck of Drake and Josh fame. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing so much better than his brother, Drake Campana. <laughs> <laughs> who fled to Mexico when he had legal problems. Yeah, and he's like, I'm a Mexican pop star now. And I'm like, no, you're not, Drake. You're you're white as fuck. (laughs) Drake Campana. That's that's for another day. But the point is that they rebooted Turner and Hooch for a full series on Disney Plus starring Josh Peck. And he has the charm of Tom Hanks. Does he? I haven't watched it. I have seen the series in preparation. The whole thing? There, there weren't very many episodes oh. <laughs> in preparation. Um, it's quite delightful. It's okay. great for this like new generation of people who like want to get to know like, oh, that's a dog. Oh, that the dog's acting. Oh, oh, is it a real dog? It's a real dog. Oh, well, that's good. It looks just like Hooch from the film, except not as he's not as manly. I fucking love Hooch. Oh, let's talk about Hooch. Hooch. Let's talk about Hooch for a second. Hooch is played by Beasley the dog. And he is so good. The kind of dog is a, is a Doji de Bordeaux. Oui. It is a French dog. It's a French dog. Um, he is a very muscular dog. Yeah. Very muscular. The dog is ripped. The breed has a lot of power. Yeah. And so I thought it was a really interesting choice instead of the, the usual like German shepherd. The, yeah. the canine, if you will. Because usually they'll, you know, partner up a police officer with a German shepherd. Yeah. Still to this day, not sure why. <laughs> like, not sure why a border, like, you know, say a border collie might not be a police dog. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with sniff sniff. Maybe it doesn't. Mm. I think I saw an article the other day about how, like, there was a dog that graduated from police dog school that was like a mutt or something. And oh my it was God. considered like an achievement. Oh, it is an achievement. It is an achievement. I mean, that's just justice cop, for cops, mutts, man. Justice for mutts. Listen, adopt, there's don't a chuck. lot in the police force that needs to be changed. First and foremost, the dogs. Yes. Abol- First of all, abolished. <laughs> Second of all, if we are going to have police officers, I think they should all be canines. <laughs> One hundred percent. They, ha- I mean, think about all of the bombs they can sniff out. These dogs, True. humans can't do shit. Humans can't do anything. We suck. We stand there and try to solve the crime. <laughs> but who solved the fucking crime? 
Hooch. Hooch. Hooch solved the crime in this movie. <laughs> he was the one who identified the suspects. True. Identified the killer and mm-hmm. ultimately took them down. Mm-hmm. So you know what? More canines on the force. I agree. More canines on the force. Honestly, this is this movie has the most climactic animal introduction scene I've ever seen. Um, it was so good. So good. So good. So because, good. okay, so let me set the scene for you. Tom Hanks, he's at the docks where this man lives. Amos. It, okay, even even further back, they're in a seaside town. Yes. So like, think like, town. think like Amityville from like Jaws, but in California. Yes. So seaside town, he's at the docks looking for Amos. Kind of unsure why, but he is. <clears throat> and he gets out of the car and he has a chocolate chip muffin in his hand. And he's like, and he's like sneaking forward and he's like muffin, don't kill me and then all of a sudden this dog flies out <laughs> and he's got like his his score that is accompanying him yeah. it's like brum, 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 brum. what is it i have no idea it's like one of those one of those like songs that you play whenever like an athlete comes yes. out yes 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 <laughs> And he has like the most beautiful slow motion sequence I've ever seen in my life. Yes. And his face like is just like in the wind. flapping in the wind. His drool is going everywhere. Uh-huh. He, his eyes do the thing where they get really, really big. big. Yeah. Cause you know, when dogs are in slow motion, their faces like morph into Play-Doh. Yep. 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 And, and uh, eventually this canine joins the force. Yes. Really unofficially but he but he does he does and um he loves things with chocolate chips in them which yes. is funny because dogs, dogs should, should not have not, chocolate please do not feed your dog chocolate don't do in it. any capacity like in any form but hooch loves it hooch en- enjoys it um his owner amos was the, the friend of tom hanks's character turner yes. um and the reason why turner was going down to the docks to the junkyard because uh-huh. he's like a a junkyard man right yes 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 um was to say because he was actually friends with this oh man. he's saying goodbye to him he's saying goodbye to him because okay, he's okay, going okay. to the big city i missed the- that part i was yes. like why are we at the docks because they're like it's like his only friend got it right because he doesn't really have any friends except for the old people that he serves that's why right. that was like the woman at the beginning of the movie uh-huh. the old lady who like gave him the gave him the muffins right <laughs> scott daddy <laughs> I made you muffins. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I could just redo this whole movie for you. You really guys. could. I loved this movie. I had never seen it before. This um, was like one of my favorite movies growing up. Like one like one of my favorite movies. It's it's an incredible movie. It's shockingly hilarious. Tom Hanks, so funny. So funny. So funny. My favorite scene is the scene where he's outside yelling at Hooch. And then gets locked out of his fucking house. <laughs> and he's in his underwear. And his neighbor is like, shut up. And he's like, I will, I'm going to tow your car. I'm a police officer. <laughs> but he's just like out there in his underwear. Yelling at who? Do you want a margarita? Yeah. What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> I just love. Okay. So the amount of jokes in this movie about killing this dog is fucking hilarious. Through the roof. <laughs> through the roof they talk about murdering this dog at every turn but it's so funny it's funny because you know that dog is not going anywhere no you know that dog is just a pure little angel you know that that dog has the upper hand yes And this dog has yokes. When he gets out, he brings back oh. a girl dog. I know. It's so cute. 
I think her name is like Camille or something. I have no fucking idea. Who knows? I have no idea. But a girl dog. A lady dog. A lady dog. What's, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, am I right? You know what I mean? What happens near Sacramento <laughs> stays near Sacramento. <laughs> I'm still deceased that the, the big city is Sacramento. I mean, it is the capital. It is the capital. Yeah. There, there are some things up there. What's the capital of Arkansas? Uh, I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. I just know that Little Rock is a city in Arkansas. I have family who lives in uh, Arkansas. What's the capital of North Dakota? <laughs> I used to know all of this, and then I graduated high school. <laughs> uh, isn't it like Desmark? Bismarck. 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 Denmark. Denmark. <laughs> Den. Denmark. <laughs> it's Bismarck. It's Bismarck. Anyway, back to Turner and Hooch. Right. <laughs> um. I just, the, I just, I guess, I guess the the last big point that I have is that I've never felt the emotional presence of an animal oh, the yes. way I felt it in this film, <laughs> and I'm not even kidding, dude. I'm not kidding either. <laughs> Hooch is a brilliant actor, but brilliant actor. Brilliant. This dog was ten years old in real life. Can we talk about that? They got a senior animal to do this role amazing it was amazing and he's a very large large beast like yes. we're not talking about a small dog we're not talking about a like little tiny skinny dog he's a massive animal and he has a lot of personality mm -hmm. and it shines through in this movie yes and tom hanks and this dog have incredible chemistry off the charts chemistry i was reading in the trivia that when they wrapped the movie and uh, big spoiler alert okay so hooch dies very yes. sad he dies on the job. Yeah, he dies on the job because he's saving everyone. Yes. Rip. Um, but apparently when they shot the the dying scene, Tom Hanks was crying because he had bonded so much with the dog. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that's so sweet. I wish Tom would have like kept the dog or something. I know, that but been cute. Beasley had an owner. That's true. No. <laughs> Making that shmoney off of Turner and Hooch. <laughs> Making that shmoney. I've always wanted to. I've always wanted to shadow an animal wrangler for the day. Do it. Well, let's no. have one on. If any of you are an animal wrangler, DM us. DM us. I want to talk to you. Yeah. I want to know what it's like to to wrangle. To <laughs> just play with your dog. You'll get it. Oh, that's how you wrangle. Yeah, that's how you wrangle them. I've always thought that it takes more skill. Mm, well. <laughs> I, okay. It's clearly a very easy job, Monica. Clearly. Obviously. Uh, this is a pretty, I, I will say, I don't know that you should watch this movie with your kids. Like, I know I watched it when I was a kid. Yeah. But this is a pretty dark and raunchy movie. Yeah, multiple people get murdered. There are so many, like, sexual innuendos in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Multiple people get murdered. Uh, they show the murders on screen. Yeah. Uh, and Scott Turner, a.k.a. Tom Hanks, uh, AKA main guy in this movie uh -huh. is like constantly yelling that he's going to kill this dog. <laughs> he is. But on the flip side of that coin, he has incredible emotional awareness when it comes to him and Mayor Winningham, the, the lady that he's courting the lady vet. He just says whatever he feels to her. And I was like, this is a good model for young men. Just say what you good. mean. Say what you mean. And his whole speech, <laughs> the whole scene with the, where he's talking about the lasagna, where he's like, oh and I know, I know an Italian place and it doesn't it have great, great lasagna, lasagna, but it's, it's good. It's good. It's good lasagna. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's really good. The script is toy. It's toy. It's crazy because like 17 people wrote it. Yeah, maybe but that's why toy. it's toy. It's a toy desk script. <laughs> um, and yeah, so basically this movie has two incredible leads and it is very rightly called Turner and Hooch because Hooch, aka Beasley, is a massive presence in this yeah. film and he makes the film iconic. Yes, he does. He is the upper hand in the Tom Hanks Beasley bubble. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. And I love him. Yeah. Um, I will say that this movie makes me want to seek justice for animal actors because they're always listed last on IMDb. Why are they listed Even last? Even if they're the star of the movie. He's the star of the movie. It's Turner and Hooch, and yet on fucking IMDb, Hooch is last on the cast list. That is ridiculous. They don't even name the mice no. in the next movie. The last movie. The last movie. <laughs> they don't fucking name the mice. No, they don't. I want names, I damn want, it. Give me names. Give me credits. <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, I know that animals don't understand English, <laughs> but it makes me feel sad that we can't give credit where credit is due. I know, me too. Just ridiculous. It makes me sad that you can't pay them directly and they can't spend their own money. I wish they could spend their own money. <laughs> I wish they could participate in capitalism yeah. alone. Monica, see, si. tell me about the next film. Oh, will I? <laughs> you will. Okay, I'm just going to preface this by saying I know I'm saying it wrong. I'm I'm trying to say it right. Okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. 101 Dalmatians <laughs> came out in 1996. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let's pause. Uh, 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 and you can leave all of this in, Aaron. Monica, say, <laughs> say doll. Doll. Mations. Mations. Now put it together. Dalmatians. Dalmatians. Good job. Okay. You said it right. Thank you. Now let's say it wrong Written again. by John Hughes. <laughs> based on the book, The 101 Dalmatians. No. <laughs> you got the N in there. No, so. I just... No, no, no. I, I said it. There was an N. No, there wasn't. Yes, there was. Look at Aaron's face. He doesn't lie. Okay, fine. It's okay. It's just your quirk. The 101 Dalmatians. Good job. Okay. <laughs> That definitely sounds better and easier than Dalmatians. <laughs> by Dodie Smith, directed by Stephen Herrick. Herrick. The dastardly Cruella DeVille, played by the one and only Glenn Close. Fucking Glenn Close, man. Of all people. <laughs> chances upon a litter of cute Dalmatian puppies and decides that their skins will make her the perfect new coat. After she sends two hapless heavies to steal the dogs, it is up to parents Pongo and Purdy to stage a daring rescue. Joining them for the adventure are their human owners, Jeff Daniels and Jolie Richardson, and a host of guest animals, including a cheeky raccoon and a helpful horse. <laughs> helpful horse. Yes. <laughs> hey, I, I like <laughs> I like the alliteration. Helpful horse. I like the cheeky raccoon specifically because he puts on a hat. And he end. looks iconic. He looks incredible. So good. <laughs> like, I wish I had a, just a picture of this raccoon in the he red hat. He looks better in the red hat than Glenn Close does. He really does. You know? Oh, what an icon. What an icon. <laughs> um, I chose this movie because this is the most Dalmatians I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> And that's it. And that's like, that's the reason. Um, another movie that I watched 
endlessly. Yes, as a child. Um, as a youth. Um, <laughs> and it was just delightful. Like, I yeah. watched this movie before I watched the uh, animated version. Oh. Like, I actually had never seen the animated version up until we went to go see Cruella. Wow. Starring Emma Stone. And then in the car, I was like, what's this based on? And I like. <laughs> you had never seen 101 Dalmatians? No, I had never. Just just this uh, just this live action movie. Oh my God. I, I had the VHS tape of this movie. You fucking poser. What? <laughs> this is arguably the better movie. Because <laughs> yes. I watched the other one. The other one has like no plot. I mean, the animated one is, it's the same plot, but. <laughs> But for some reason, it feels like nothing's happening. In the animated one, tell me if I'm wrong, but because I genuinely can't remember. Did Ponko and Perdita have all 99 puppies in the animated one? Or was it the same as in this one where she had like 15 and then the rest get rescued later it's the Is same right? it's the same thing she's okay. incapable of having 101 dominations i mean a lot of things happen in disney movies that are incapable well, she, well she really is incapable of having 101 dominations. first of all 15 dogs is a 15 lot of puppies dogs is a lot of puppies well really it's 17 right because it's the the 15 puppies and the two parents well yes so imagine owning seven is that even legal can you own 17 I think dogs you're technically not allowed to have more than five like technically that unless you like right. register them that feels right. under some special thing i know in california you're, like you're not right. allowed to have like more than three and then like beyond three you have to have like special you have to have like special permissions or yeah. something yeah i don't know like owning animals is getting considerably harder and i'm kind of appreciating it i appreciate it but i also it's also it's a double-edged sword because there's so many animals in shelters mm. especially kill shelters and you're just like well if people aren't allowed to adopt them you know it's I don't true know. i got carrie from from a local animal shelter called uh, Wagmore Pets in Studio Wagmore. City. If you're looking for a dog uh, and you're going through a breeder, I would highly recommend you check out uh, Wagmore Pets first. Yeah. They tend to get all of the breeds that, uh, you know, people like. But, you know, a lot of quarantine dogs were had and then had nots. Uh, it's very sad. We're just talking about this as a PSA. So you all go adopt an animal. Yeah, please go. It Honestly, if, if someone out there adopts an animal because of this, this podcast episode, that will make my day. It would make my day. It would make my day. Yeah. Go adopt an animal. <laughs> if you're ready for one, a snake, an iguana, perhaps really a anything. dog, really any animal, except get a cat. Honestly, beta fish don't need love. <laughs> There's no way that, like, if you get a beta fish, like, you're not, a beta fish is not a pet. It won't love you. But, <laughs> it won't you love know, you. It'll in, be there. It's incapable of love. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess if you. You could go adopt a cheeky raccoon. You could adopt a cheeky raccoon. Or a helpful horse. Or perhaps a ferret. I hear that they they're are. They're not legal in California. They're not? No, you have to have special permits. Is it not them. a, so then is it weasels that you can get at Petco or whatever? I think you can, I don't think you can get weasels. I, I don't just know. know that at pet i was at petco getting supplies for my dog carrie uh -huh. um who <laughs> whose breed eludes me <laughs> she's she's a mutt uh but she's a rescue um but uh i saw animals that looked like little weasels maybe Weird. they were guinea pigs they might have been guinea pigs. i don't know See, you can get I, guinea pigs at the store they sell like ferret food and stuff at petco but i think it's because people have them they're just you just have to have like a permit to get one wow yeah 
this whole time that I thought that like people owned ferrets like casually. I mean, I might be wrong. Very possible. Okay. Can you own an opossum? I don't know. Oh man. I, I'm going to have to look this up. Like, <laughs> I have homework. a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> but the point is, no, you can't own 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> yeah, that would be hard. That would be very difficult. Unless you had a giant mansion with acres and acres like they get at We're the talking end. like massive, like massive. if you, like one acre per dog. In a state, really. <laughs> in a state. In a, in a study. <laughs> Like not even the kind of money that you get from like national treasure, like right. you know, because they only got like a few million dollars. You need like dollars. succession money. You need like succession money. Yeah, 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 like multiple homes in Europe. Yeah, penthouse in in New York City. Private jet. Private jet. A, a Greg, helicopter. Everything. A, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> a cousin named Greg. A cousin named Greg. Every, the whole <laughs> shebang. You need to own the news to have a hundred and one dogs. You need to literally own America to have a hundred and one dogs. <laughs> Um, but anyway, the dogs in this movie, honestly, all the animals in this movie, because obviously it's not just the dogs. It's yeah. not just the dog. It's not just the spotted dogs. You can say domination. <laughs> it's not just the spotted animals, but it is spotted also dog. <laughs> it's also the stray dogs and like yes. the other dogs from the other homes that help try and locate these pups. Yes. There's pigs in this movie. Pigs in this movie. Obviously there's a horse, horse the raccoon. raccoon. Ugh, endless, an endless array endless. of animals, all just like talking to each other, trying to like communicate and find these puppies that were taken by these goons. That were taken by the father of the Weasley family. Yes. And Dr. House. And Dr. House <laughs> from House MD. <laughs> they stole the puppies. What's his name? Like Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie. <laughs> Taken by Hugh Laurie and the Weasley dad. And Arthur Weasley. And Arthur Isn't Weasley. Isn't that his name? Arthur? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, all for Glenn Close, who, incredible Cruella DeVille. Honestly, okay. For a Disney film, this, is, and like, this is produced dork. by Disney, this not just, you know. Dork. She talks right off the bat about like killing animals. This is a shockingly violent Disney film. Violent. She skins animals. There's like a whole, the whole setup is that like this tiger, this huge tiger in the, the zoo. More specifically, the Siberian tiger, like the yes. white tiger yes. with the black stripes. Has gone missing or like been killed. And they're like, who did it? And then later you see her pull. It's, it's fucking skin out of a box. Be like, you beautiful animal. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. It's It's so bad. Obviously it's a fake skin. Yes. (laughs) I would fucking It's a prop. I'm choosing (laughs) to believe that. I'm choosing to believe that it's a fucking prop and not that they skinned an animal alive. (laughs) An endangered animal. I think at this point an extinct animal. Yeah, probably. Uh, It's just like, it's just one of those things where I'm watching this and I'm like, (laughs) what the fuck, Disney? Yeah, Cruella DeVille is awful she's off the chain she's horrifying she's off a rocker she really is i don't like that bitch a big a big part of why i love this character so much is because Uh she's so over the top and and it works yeah because there are like villains out there who are are over the top but they come off as like incredibly cheesy right and for whatever reason this works really well she's also someone that like you i mean i know we had the cruella movie that went through her whole backstory oh god she's she's so i mean to be fair i really liked the cruella movie shockingly good film i loved the costumes and i loved the soundtrack 
Um, I you don't like Emma Stone. I don't like Emma Stone. I know you don't. I liked the movie, but that's just me. I wish it was like Tessa Thompson or something as Cruella Deville. Sure, it would have been fun. Okay. <laughs> anyway, anyway, moving on. But. I like in this movie that despite her being insane, like, I don't know, Glenn Close makes me not give a shit why Corella is the way she is. You just kind of accept her and you're like, she crazy. You literally accept her as, <laughs> as she is chewing on her fucking long ass cigarette holder. I know. And I, my favorite part about her costumes is that she has acrylic nails on the outside of all of her gloves. So ridiculous. I, it's the best. <laughs> she has like these black. I aspire to that. These black nails. <laughs> and also like her wig is so bad and I love it. It's so good it's so bad it's good like you can tell it's a fake wig like you can tell it's fake like right, right off the bat and also the back is like so insane uh-huh. which is why they don't film much of like her, her the, like the back of her head because it just <laughs> looks ridiculous you can see like the netting <laughs> it is so bad but for some reason she fucking rocks it I don't get it. She crushes it. Every I outfit want, she wears in this movie, I impeccable. I want the confidence of Glenn Close as Corella Deville in, in this movie. But you also have to really capture like the craze in her eyes. Yes. And the fact that she just like widens her mouth so much so in this big. movie. So big just for this character because she makes her lips incredibly flat yes. in order to appear like fucking insane. <laughs> uh, and she's wearing this bright red, like horrific lipstick. It's yes. beautiful. It's so good. She's just such a deliciously cruel character. I love Corella DeVille. Oh, what a good villain. That's such an incredible villain. An incredible villain villain in a movie with an incredible ensemble. This is really an animal ensemble film. It really is. (laughs) And they're all real. Yes. And for the most part, for the beginning of the movie, you only really see the spotted dogs. I'm so scared to say it again. <laughs> Just say it. You really only see the Domnations when it's Pongo and Perdita mm-hmm. who like meet on the street, yes. basically. And fall in love. And they fall in love. And they have this they have this wedding yes. that I can't get out of my head <laughs> where they like wed off to the side of the, the main couple's wedding. Yes. <laughs> and like all of the dogs are there. <laughs> Like we're talking like there's a hundred dogs on this lawn and they're all dressed to the fucking nines. And Pongo and Perdita are like saying their vows. Listen, like, they do it differently telepathically. In England, so that's all I can like, say. Telepathically they're saying their vows because obviously they don't talk in this movie. Obviously. Uh but it is just chef's it's perfection. Kiss. It's so good. This is a perfect movie. It is a perfect movie. Also, Pongo. Pongo is the man of the house. <laughs> Pongo is manly. He's also kind of beefy. He's super beefy. He's super <laughs> big. Aaron's oh like, this God. episode is unhinged. Unhinged. It's, it chose chaos. Uh, I love that he has his own like button to, to unlock the door. Yes. He like runs up to, to the door, unlocks it. He has it. needs. He, has, he gets what he wants is all I'm trying to say. <laughs> and I love that in a dog. I know, I love it too. He has such personality. All of the dogs in this movie are so beautiful. Yes. And I'm, I am shocked that they were able to maintain the puppies their age throughout the whole movie. Yeah. That's crazy to me. They, I mean, if you read anything about this movie, like the biggest challenge was finding that many Dalmatian puppies mm-hmm. and they did it and it's amazing. And they fucking <laughs> did it. They fucking did it. You see a sea of white and black. It's beautiful. White and black spots. I mean, no wonder Corella wanted them. They're, I know. They're real cute. Oh my God. When she fucking looked at like the puppies when they were freshly born and she was like, mongrels. No, no spots. <laughs> no spots. 
and and uh, Anita was like, but Cruella, they'll grow into the spot later. And she's like, oh, if you're sure. <laughs> I'll take the lot. I want all of Which, them. Which, by the way. What? She was willing to pay $7,500 for 15 puppies. Yeah, that would have been like the cost of one One puppy. of those puppies cost that much money, yeah. Cruella. Yeah. You're lowballing them. It was the 90s. Inflation. Dog inflation. Dog inflation. <laughs> I, You know, if you could have any dog, yeah. what dog breed would you get? I want a King Charles Cavalier Spaniel. Wow. Yeah. My my nephew is a is a uh, King Charles Cavalier poodle mix. Yes. Malibu? Yes. Yeah. Malibu. I love King Charles Cavaliers. They're they're something else. They're the ones um in fucking uh Sex in the City when she yeah. has Elizabeth Taylor the dog. Yeah, it's Elizabeth Taylor the dog. I think they're so cute. I love what their little ears. To Elizabeth Taylor, did she die? I mean, she obviously died, but remember they have the the bulldog named Richard Burton now? I know, but it's a great. What I'm saying is so they got that dog because Elizabeth Taylor died. I mean, she must have. It's been like 15 years. How long do those dogs live? Not that long. <laughs> Damn, that sucks. <laughs> Here I am thinking that she like got rid of it. Or well, something. she was already like five years old when she got her. That's true because she did just like swipe her but from the best in show. But she had puppies. So where are the puppies? Where are the puppies? And just like that, writers, I need answers to a lot of things. Honestly, I want to you know. know. <laughs> I want to know. Didn't she have like her period at the dog show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why she couldn't. Yeah. What an episode. I know. <laughs> what an episode. Oh my god. Uh, <sighs> But yeah, this is a fantastic, fantastic film. If, if I could adopt any breed of animal, yeah. it would be a Vishla. I don't even know what that is. They look them up. They are the lankiest. How do you Honestly, sell that? It's either, I would either want a Vishla or an Afghan hound. How do you spell Vishla? S-L-A. Yeah, yeah. Vishla. Vishla. Oh, those are cute. Aren't they? Those are real cute. Adorable. They're Hungarian. They are. What? They hail from Hungary. Oh, is Vishla a family dog? How cute. Vishlas have great personalities. They look so sweet. They are sweet and they have giant ears. <laughs> and I appreciate that. You know who else has giant ears? Who? The stars of the next movie. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> so this next movie it's is per- just it's perfect. a masterpiece. It's Take perfect. it away. Okay. Take it away. The next movie, the final film is Mouse Hunt. <laughs> Came out in 1997, written by Adam Rifkin, directed by Gore Verbinski. When their string magnet father, Rudolf Smuntz, <laughs> dies, brothers Ernie, played by Nathan Lane, and Lars, played by Lee Evans, move into his decrepit mansion. Struggling to keep a promise to never sell the now unprofitable string factory, the brothers decide that restoring the old house, which is the last built by a famous architect, could bring them a great deal of money. But during their restoration attempts, Ernie and Lars are continually frustrated by a malicious mouse that keeps destroying their efforts. Dude. <laughs> Okay, first things first, the premise for this movie is too, it's too much. It's insane. It's like, it's whack. The, it's so wacky. The The events leading up to the climax of this movie, insane. The first scene is just immediately seeing a de- <laughs> dead a body. A dead. Fly through the air. <laughs> and then 
five seconds after that, you see a man choke on a cockroach and then die. And you're just like, oh, okay. So this is what family films were in the 90s. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) This was directed by the director of, I think, Pirates of the Caribbean. Really? It has the same sensibilities. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, this movie kind of feels like live action Looney Tunes. Like the amount of like physically violent yet not harmful comedy Slapstick like comedy. like the gags in this yeah they, they don't fucking make movies like this anymore the amount of physical gags in this it, it's amazing it's so good rango <gasps> he also directed rango i've never seen rango oh you gotta see i know rango. i've seen the first like 15 minutes of it multiple times dude it's so good okay i'll watch it it's honestly johnny depp's best film <laughs> <laughs> and you can't tell me otherwise because they like he like did all of the movements for the for the chameleon. It's um, it's like you, what's it called? Motion capture. Well, yeah, mocap. Yeah, he mo-cap. wore all the balls. He wore the balls. Everyone. He, he wore the 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 tight suit and the little like the balls and like moved around. <laughs> he did his Andy circus. He did. They really should call it circusing at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Andy Circus direct uh, a Jungle Book movie that was like not good? I don't know. It came out on Netflix. Do you remember? It came out on Netflix. Like a I mean, while I remember ago. the live action Jungle Book that John Favreau did. No, 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 no. That is very different. This one was called like Mowgli. Oh, and I had he no had like idea. a deal, I think, with Netflix and like released it on Netflix. Oh, that's sad for him. Uh, it was, it was not. Bad. It was not good. It's poor Andy. I Serkis. think there's a sequel coming. Oh, good. I have a feeling. <laughs> I have a feeling. She has a feeling. If there isn't. Sewer. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Back to mouse hunt. Oh my God. First of all, a, a string empire. A string empire that is oh. single-handedly brought down and then in a way resurrected Restored, yes. by a mouse. By one singular mouse. That is actually played by 60 mice. So many mice. Doing so his, doing tricks. Doing stunts. This is a stunt mouse. All of these mice did their own stunts. Yeah, most of the movie I would say is practical. Practical animals. Yeah, yeah, practical animals. It's kind of insane. This mouse is the cutest fucking mouse I've ever seen. So cute. They got like a short little ass mouse. He look he has he has a little bedroom where he stares he at a sleeps. little picture of Hawaii. He sleeps in like a little I think Altoids can yes. or something. Yes, like a sewing box or some shit. Little, I don't know. Little container. He lays in there and he stares at his little poster of Hawaii and he dreams of a tropical life that he can't have because he's living in this fucking mansion. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's his casa. <laughs> That he has to, he's the groundskeeper. He has to keep it up. <laughs> and he is single handedly taking down these two men. It is brilliant. And the thing I love is that the whole time you're rooting for the fucking mouse, you're just yeah. like, yeah, kill him. The the uh, the filmmakers really want you to root for the fucking mouse. <laughs> yeah, they're like, nah, fuck these guys. <laughs> you want the mouse to live? Well, because the the two guys suck. They're mean. They're really mean. Also, their priorities are so fucked up. And like you're thinking to yourself, 
where are their families? Like, where's the rest of their family holding yeah. them accountable to this bullshit? Well, I guess nowhere. I guess they don't have families because the one guy, Lars, he has April, his evil wife, played yes. by my voiceover teacher. Oh my God, yes. Back to the, your voiceover teacher. <laughs> played by my voiceover teacher. <laughs> keeps putting on our radar. They keep doing it. Oh my God. She is brilliant in this, by She's the way. She's very funny. She's very funny. She plays like this gold digging, like- yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. She's truly that bitch in this she, movie. She is that bitch. And then she runs off with the Texas man. I know, with the Yeehaw boy. With the Yeehaw man who has like $22 million to spend on a house. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Like, Hook him horns. Hook him horns. He probably went to UT. He probably did go to UT. Uh, and, and now he's like a fucking multimillionaire. Yes, correct. Dude, how do you spend $22 million on a house? That's like not even move it. Like you, you have to spend millions more dollars on like a renovation. I don't. How does that happen? I have no idea. I mean, I guess, I guess if you were buying like a Frank Lloyd Wright or something, which is kind of the idea, is that it's it's the last house made by this famous architect, and so they're trying to sell it for millions and millions of dollars. Um, but yeah. I guess that's how you do it. Also, I was looking at like insane realty. Like, do you do you watch, follow those like weird, like Zillow Instagram accounts where no. it shows you like the most expensive homes? <laughs> no, I don't want to depress myself every day. <laughs> Thank you. I follow one, um, and they showed like a few days ago a a home in New York that is fifty million dollars. Stop! It's a succession home. Yeah, it is a succession home. It's insane. <laughs> That's so crazy. There's, these places exist and it's kind of fucking insane. It's kind of crazy, the wealth. <laughs> this mouse stop. This mouse is anti-McMansion. Yes. Anti-McMansion, anti-establishment. Yes, yes. He dreams of he's a quieter an, lifestyle on the island. He's an this, this mouse is an anarchist. He's also an entrepreneur because he gives them the idea for the business that saves them in the end. The string cheese business. Yes, yes, yes. Which I find it. to be hilarious. That's Tr- How hilarious. is that supposed to be easy to eat? I don't know. It's not. You have to unravel it to eat well, it. Well, Monica, I guess you would have to try it now, wouldn't you? Mouse Hunt is an insane film. And I think everyone needs to watch it. It's really difficult to describe because it's that one flavor of comedy that is um, too much and also not enough. <laughs> it's yeah, like it really is all reliant on the on the physical like comedy of it, and also yeah. the setup of like they try and set something up to kill the mouse, and then the mouse you see him sabotage it, and then they like almost like they like tip the domino to yeah, make dude. everything fall and then you watch chaos ensue uh, it's great the mouse uh like puts christopher walken in the hospital yeah, also christopher walken is in this fucking movie as walken, an exterminator as like one of those like uh really like detail-oriented exterminators who got christopher walken to do mouse hunt i don't know i that's all i want to know it's just so funny. And then the fucking cat that's in this movie, Catzilla. also hilarious. Catzilla. Catzilla. So good. Oh my God. So good. All of the animals in this movie, aka all the mice, are so good. <laughs> all the mice, that cat, so good. Also, I just really like how stylized this movie is. It's so Because good. it's in some like vague time period. It's in some, that's like both Victorian and also modern. Yes. 
there's a lot going on like the funeral scene was incredibly victorian and like the house is Uh so old and like they're dressed from some ancient time you know what it right you know what it reminded me of weirdly is the aesthetic of the shape of water yes (laughs) dude i think guillermo must have like he would have been like mouse hunt he must have consulted (laughs) you know what i want mood board mouse hunt Also, like, why is the poster like the McDonald's sign? I have no idea. I'm so this movie, maybe they had a partnership this movie for promotion. Keeps me up at night. Like, I'm like, <laughs> what? I have so many questions. Little did we know that Monica's anxiety stems solely from <laughs> contemplating the plot of Mouse Hunt twenty four seven. I just have so many questions. <laughs> I'm <just> like. <laughs> The actor's like, is the mouse the spiritual embodiment of the father trying to bring know. his sons together? We don't know. Also, the uh, pause. The man who plays the dad, fucking hilarious. <laughs> so at funny. the beginning, no, I want you to share it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like so skinny in his bed. He's, he's like, like me, 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 he's me, fully me. dying. And he's he's a like, muppet. No, I want you to share it. He's a muppet. <laughs> He's literally. Who is that man? I need to look up that actor. A dying muppet. I love the gag of his painting constantly watching yes, over him, changing expression every time. It's so good. Like when one of the brothers, I think Ernie yeah. Lars. I don't Lars know. Lars is the not Nathan Lane. Whatever yeah. Lars. When Lars is in there with April, uh-huh. and they're uh, shagging. Uh huh. Uh, the painting's facial expression goes from like a frown to like a smirk i know it's so fucking it's so silly. fucking stupid i love it so go watch much. mouse hunt everyone please go watch it it's on hbo max shockingly it is oddly on hbo max yeah, yeah you're right huh? this, i think this is the first episode in forever where all everything everything was available, was available to stream everything was available uh uh forgot to say but turner and hooch is on disney plus yeah um don't mistake in it for the series it's yeah. a film and so it's 101 dalmatians and then yes. this is on hbo max yes so um please go watch them while they're, they're all still under there. two hours they're all oh and that's the other thing that's the other thing they that's why all, animal movies are amazing they're so good yeah all these movies are under two hours <laughs> they're such they're such delightful little popcorn films i know they're so good um and yeah I just adore all of these animals. If you watch these, you'll really understand who Monica is. You'll really get me. <laughs> and I just, my eye just gets drawn to the to the quadrupeds, you know? <laughs> I, I really just- You know, I understand. I want them to succeed. <laughs> and they are, they are getting that money. God bless them. God <laughs> bless them. Uh, well, Monica. Yes. What have you dabbled in? Well, since the last time I saw you, I have dabbled in organization. Mm. At the end of the year, in the like five days between like Christmas and and New Year's, yeah, is, um, I will like declutter my house. Right. So I've gotten rid of so much stuff. Okay. I didn't know that I owned that much stuff, but I guess I do. Girl, you do. I owned so much stuff. So much. I don't even know where I get it all. <laughs> I have like so much art uh-huh. in frames that's just like in my closet now. Gotta hang that shit. It's, cr- I mean, I just, when? <laughs> 
How? <laughs> Who? Every time I try to hang something, it like falls off the wall. Okay, well, I think you need a task rabbit. I think I do, but then I'm like, do I need a task rabbit? I think so. Maybe I do. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I finished like setting up my office space. Mm-hmm. It looks great now. That's exciting. Maybe I'll show you. Yeah. So you can be jealous of me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's what I've been dabbling in. That, that end of year declutter. Hell yeah. You know, the thing that everyone does. I, I went through all my inboxes. Ooh. My inbox is at zero like every day now, yes. which is like unheard of for me. That's it, amazing. I was literally at 27,000. Holy emails. shit, Monica. It took me six days. I clean out my inbox it. daily because I'm anal about I it. I know, but like it took me six days. Yeah, that's a long fucking that's time. That's what I did while I was recovering. Wow. I just did because it was mindless. I just deleted emails. That's amazing. I just went click, 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 click. You're like, an icon. It was pretty. I will say like if you need someone to clean out your inbox, Monica. I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty good at it. I love this. Uh, so what have you dabbled in? Um, I, similarly, I uh, was cleaning out my drawers because when I... <laughs> I have too much clothing. Um, and I also have too much clothing. Simply too much. And I, when I was packing my bag to go to my mom's for Christmas, there was a bunch of clothes I was looking for that I hadn't worn forever because oh it, it's not cold here that often. That's true. So I was trying to find all my warm stuff and in the process totally dismantled the drawers that were already were so full I could barely close no. them. And I was like, you know what? I'm just, I need to get, I need to go through all of this stuff. So before I went to my mom's for like three days, I pulled everything out of the drawer and just put it on the ground so that when I got home, I would have to go through you it. You Marie condoed yourself. Yeah. So I had to go through all of my clothes and I had, I've done, I did this like six months ago, but I didn't purge enough. I did this recently. And so remember? I went through again and like really, I was like really cutthroat with myself. And I was like, you don't wear this. Get no. rid of it. That's really hard for me with clothes. It's hard. It was really hard, but I, I did it. it I cleaned out two giant drawers. I'm sure there's still stuff in there. I, I know there's still stuff in there that I don't wear as much as I should in order to keep it. But I'm being gentle with myself. That's so <laughs> crazy. See, the thing with me is like, I have so... I'm a consumer. She's a consumer. I have so much clothes, yeah. but like so, so much of it doesn't fit me. Right. But I keep it because I'm like, but I spent so much money on these. Yeah. I have to keep it. Yeah. That's when you sell it on Poshmark. Well, I, ha- I have to. I told you I would help you with Poshmark. The kids have to help me figure I'll out Poshmark. You. It's so easy. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to do it. I'll help you. It's really nice. What are you going to do Make about some it? extra cheddar. Cheddar, cheddar, like the mouse. (laughs) Well, Monica, I hope you have a wonderful birthday. Thank you. I'll be spending it here in my house. We will celebrate. Oi. Yeah. If anyone out there wants to write me a murder mystery, I'll pay you. Yeah, because we're going to have a party for Monica. Yeah, it's going to be a murder mystery. It's going to be Foon. Foon. It's going to be Knives Out themed. Yeah, But obviously it's not knives because why would we no we're not gonna do the same thing we would know who the we would know who it is yeah (laughs) what do you take me for a fool ransom a fool (laughs) ransom dinner food (laughs) to eat (laughs) oh man oh well on that note don't Don't sue us daddy favreau Bye, Monica, and happy birthday. Bye, Jessica. Thank you. Don't forget to stand your favorite animal actor today. I will not. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.